Hey guys, welcome back to another semiconductor update. Today we're going to take a closer look at a, a few semiconductor companies. I want to say in the past few days we've seen some pretty interesting updates. So let's start off with your favorite semiconductor company, Intel. So on September 27th, Intel starts high volume EUV production in Ireland. Intel will celebrate the arrival of its Intel 4 technology and the use of extreme ultraviolet technology in high volume manufacturing in Europe. So for those that are not familiar, um, Intel is trying to hit numerous nodes in uh, five nodes in four years. Intel 4 is the second, I believe, um, is the second uh, out of those five. And we are seeing that that is kind of moving into high volume production. This was expected as we know that Intel is expected to release their Meteor Lake processor for the mobile market on December 14th. Uh, so pretty interesting. This is also going to be one of the first pushes that Intel has made made in the EUV market. Uh, so this is definitely a nice marking stone for Intel. We can see Intel stock price was up roughly 1.6% on the day. I don't think it has to do much with it. But most of the market was up today. Year to day, Intel's doing pretty good, up 31%. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. Now, if we take a closer look at Micron, Micron just reported earnings. I know it feels just like yesterday we were doing earning calls, but unfortunately, the stock is down roughly 4% at the moment. Year-to-date, Micron is up roughly 29.4%. So I'm not going to go over the earnings themselves. What I'm really excited to kind of take a closer look at is more the end market overview. Micron and memory in general pretty much goes in everything in the semiconductor industry and technology. So we really get to get uh, insight or, or, or view of what's happening in the overall market. So they do mention customers continue to reduce their excessive inventory for memory storage in fiscal quarter four of 2023 which is the i believe that's this year right now if we take a closer look um this is yep their quarter their quarter four uh, for 2023 some other things they mentioned most customer inventories for memory and storage in the pc and smartphone markets are now at normal levels consistent with our prior forecast and this is pretty much what we've heard before right the uh, especially in the PC market, companies like Intel, companies like AMD have mentioned that, hey, look, the the PC market, the worst of the worst is over and now things might be picking up slowly but surely. We also heard that inventory levels are normal across most customers in the automotive market as well, which is pretty good. They do mention that data center customer inventory is also improving and will likely normalize in early calendar of 2024. And that's pretty interesting. So many people are probably hearing saying, hey, Jose, how's the data center market so weak? We're hearing all these talks about AI servers and stuff like that. While AI servers are growing, traditional server demand remains lackluster. And traditional servers are still a bulk load of total server shipping. So that's definitely impacting them in the memory side. But they do expect total server unit growth will resume in calendar of 2024 to help fulfill ever increasing workload demand in the pc market 2023 is still expected to see a decline by a low double digit percentage year over year but then expect a nice growth by low to mid single digits in 2024 they did mention that they saw strong sequential bit shipment growth at pc oems i do believe that's going to bode well for companies like amd and intel in kind of their client and consumer market. 
Very similar to the mobile market, they expect 2023 calendar to be down on mid-single digit percentage, uh, but grow by mid-single digits in 2024. Uh, overall, things are looking pretty interesting. It's hit or miss here in the memory market, but they do give us a nice amount of insight about the PC, the data center, and the mobile space. Now the next company, before we go any further, I do want to say thank you for the support. If you haven't, make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button. If you want weekly exclusive videos about the semiconductor market, make sure to join my membership. I do have a master's degree in electrical engineering and worked at some pretty cool places. Now I pretty much just researched the market. If you want a special offer, check out fool.com slash Jose. Free newsletter at josenaharo.substack.com and free semiconductor news at semiconductorwatch.com. The I actually want to take a closer look at is Wolfspeed, ticker W-O-L-F. And this is one that deals with silicon carbide. I, it, this, the, the next topic is not necessarily on wall speed itself but more just the silicon carbide industry we can see year to date this stock is down roughly 43.8 percent with a market cap of 4.7 so there was an article um that came out yesterday on wednesday 2020 uh 27th um that generative ai drives data centers demand for silicon carbide and i do want to say silicon carbide is not a market i follow too closely so i wanted to do a little bit more research and see what was happening here what are they driving so i decided to take a closer look at wall speed and see kind of their data center and server power supplies and that's where this silicon carbide is going to be used for and this is where they're most likely seeing demand uh, so silicon carbide is really good at high voltages and really good at kind of having uh, low heat dissipation and also kind of being able to work at a smaller work area as well um, and right now right all data centers are consuming a lot of elect uh, a lot of electricity and a lot of electricity is actually being used for things like energy and cooling alone um, so what's uh, what's happening is companies that are in the silicon carbide market are creating solutions that go in things like power supplies and the server boards that deal with power solutions as well to be able to reduce maybe the the cost uh, 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 the cost of running these data centers right because if you're able to have a product run cooler you're going to be saving in things like cooling alone and your electricity bill to kind of manage things like that and that would definitely help out a lot uh, for example wall speed wolfpack power modules enable a uh, electric company who powers supply manufacturers to achieve 50 percent size and 40 percent weight reduction in two of their products significantly improving cabinet capacity for the data sensors they power uh, so overall they have some pretty cool solutions they have like the 60 650 volt discrete silicon carbide MOSFET for server power supplies. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, again, I don't follow the silicon carbide market, uh, but it's pretty interesting how data centers and are, are driving this need. Most people see silicon carbide as just a need in maybe like industrial robotics and automotive, um, but we also see this in the data center space. Next, I want to take a closer look at Qualcomm. Qualcomm is up roughly 1.7% on the day. Year to date, the stock is up 3.6%. So Qualcomm today announced a new platforms for um, mixed reality and augmented reality platforms. So they announced the Snapdragon XR Gen 2 platform, which delivers significant performance innovation with 2.5 times higher GPU performance and eight times better AI. So the Snapdragon XR2 Gen platform is one that helps bring premium mixed reality and virtual reality technology into a single chip architecture to unlock these new technologies. And 
if you are a follower of Meta platforms, you might have noticed two things that Meta released yesterday. It was their Meta Quest 3, which is their virtual reality headset, and the Ray-Ban glasses. So the Snapdragon XR2, which is the mixed reality for premium uh, augment for premium virtual reality, is what Meta used for their Meta Quest 3. Now the Snapdragon AR1 Gen 1 platform is a platform that is designed with power optimizations for a thermal budget to enable sleek, lightweight smart glasses that offer an unmatched experience. So this is what Meta used, excuse me, for their Ray-Ban style glasses. So I think it's pretty interesting that these are coming out right after Meta announced those new products. They did because these platforms, it does seem like they were developed in close collaboration with Meta. So it's pretty interesting that they are actually available to other companies. I wonder if Meta and them kind of worked out and say, hey, look, we'll be able, we'll, we'll collaborate with you. We won't take full ownership of it, but maybe you can give us better deals with it and maybe we can be first to the market with it as well. Um, but now that it's coming to other, it's coming to the commercial market and we might be able to see more solutions being built on these platforms. So I think that's pretty cool for Qualcomm. Next, I want to take a closer look at AMT. AMT was up a nice amount, roughly 4.7%. Uh, I don't think there was much that I heard about it. There are reports that um, my AMT stock pops after Microsoft tech chief touts chip makers AI products. And I, I haven't really looked at it. I'll probably do that later today. Um, but what I really want to take a closer look at AMD yesterday, September 27th, they did unveil a FPGA based accelerator for ultra low latency electron, uh, electronic trading. Uh, so they announced the Aveo UL3524 accelerator car. So it's pretty interesting how AMD's acquisition of Silinx has really got them into other market opportunities like the fin, FinTech is one one of the finance is one of them. Uh, so pretty interesting there. Nothing that I really would drive the stock, but now I'm more curious of why the stock is up. Uh, let's just take a closer look. So Microsoft Chief Technology Offer Kevin Scout said AMD graphics cards will be increasingly critical in the years to come. The two companies have long relationships spanning PC game consoles and the cloud. AMD has a long way to catch up to NVIDIA, which dominates the AI chip market. I mean, I'm personally not too... I, I think right now the market is just looking for competition to NVIDIA, so obviously they want to say nice things about the competitors, um, but hopefully we get to see a little bit more about their upcoming MI300. Um, next, I want to take a closer look at ASML. The stock was up roughly 1%. There was a report that EUV shipments can drop by 30% in 2024 due to low 3 nanometer. The man warns analysts so there was pretty much an analyst here discussing asml that hey um you're seeing uh, maybe some rumors of apple pulling down their three nanometer demand you're seeing qualcomm kind of reducing their three nanometer demand because of the competitive competitive pressure of huawei uh, and this is going to bode bad for asml as there's going to be a decreased demand for three nanometers i think that's more short-term pain in the long term all these manufacturing companies need to develop three nanometers two nanometers and the list goes under that uh, so ASML is going to sell that those machines regardless if not the competitors of semiconductor manufacturers are easily going to take it up uh, so while this might be short-term pain I'm still long-term bullish in ASML especially at these stock prices final news I want to take a closer look at is Nvidia up roughly 1.4 percent on the day Microsoft again they came out saying that hey look Microsoft says that supply of Nvidia's AI chip is improving uh, so they does mentioned that that 
even though it's still tight right now to kind of get GPU capacity, it is getting better every week and they've gotten more good news ahead of them than bad on the front, which is great. And this is, uh, many people might be worrying that, hey, look, does this mean that AI demand is dwindling down and that's why capacity is improving? I do believe the real answer here is no. Um, NVIDIA is just improving their overall supply chain with partnerships with TSMC, and that's kind of showcasing right now here with Microsoft and other cloud players. So that's pretty much all I have for semiconductor updates today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.